Hi, you're listening to the AUSA podcast. I'm Brenna, the director of student activities. And I'm Luke, the podcast producer. Often you'll find us here chatting with some of the incredible people of AU, talking about life on campus, and of course, telling you about the events that we've got coming up. We're so glad you're here. Thanks for listening. So something I was thinking about today in relation to culture, um, and this feels like a small example, but how I can wear a specific outfit and it makes me feel a certain way about everything and mm. about myself, about who I talk to, about who I relate to. Um, and I was thinking like, goodness, we really are so impressionable. Yeah. Um, and it makes sense that we build culture and that we create culture because literally we're so impressionable. Like a trend can pop up and I'm the first one to be like, Ooh, I love that. Or I hate that. Um, and then run with it or not, you know? And so it makes so much sense that we would go to culture next because we inform it so heavily even more than I think we ever even realize. Mm -hmm. mm. I agree with you 100% on the outfit thing. Man, when I I have this new jumpsuit from Target that I've heard when about it. I put that on, got my hair in some french braids, I feel <laughs> you do look really cute in the braids. <laughs> um, and I think it's so true that we shape the culture because mm -hmm. we are so impressionable. Like you were saying, like right. we're so impressionable in the way that we can either shape it and create it, mm -hmm. or we can be changed. You got it. We can sort of go against it. Okay. Yeah. 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 We can go against it in the same way. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Like a year ago, nobody was wearing a jumpsuit, you know? Oh, like yeah, a no. little two-piece set. And now that's such a thing sure. because we said it was, which informed culture. And staying on like the clothes example, I guess you could say, is a lot of times culture can also like in a way disappear during for a time and then come mm -hmm. back. That's the for same sure. thing with clothes. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. certain trends return or how you can have a certain opinion about a certain type of style of clothes. Like for me, I thought I would never be the guy that would wear cuff jeans. I was for <laughs> so long. I was like, mm -mm, I, I would never like, like you roll your jeans okay, okay. and like you roll the bottom of your jeans with your shoes. But I thought I would never do that. And I ended up doing it and it, and I ended up liking it. So Natural it's just, all, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, that and flannels. Um, it's all you are. I just think it's crazy. Like how culture can also not only be something that someone can identify so hard with, but also something that like people might identif not identify with a certain area of it at all, and then gradually get to that point where they do enjoy it or they do like it. Um, and I just love how culture is kind of like fluent in that way, where there's so many yeah. different definitions of it or so many different outlooks of it. So clothes is a very good example of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think like we think of like trends and trend setting and things like that. We're really talking about influence and culture. For sure. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you haven't guessed by now, we're talking about like culture. This mm -hmm. episode. It's where the bus is that's going. Where the bus is going. That was good. Choo-choo. <laughs> I guess that's a train. That's a train. I'll board. Honk, honk, maybe. <laughs> um, so we I, we put up on our Instagram stories um, like a question sticker and asked you guys what you thought about culture and like what, mm -hmm. what do you think culture is. We have sort of a definition that we'll get to in a little bit, um, but we're going to explore a little bit of, of what you guys said. So I think the first one that we're going to look at is sort of this like it's really this giant bird's eye view of what culture is mm -hmm. um, and someone said norms traditions customs religions language art literature food pretty mm -hmm. much hit most of it that's like that's, it. that's yeah. everything you know that's pretty all-encompassing to me um i definitely think like that sort of culture in the word sense like as has a lot of faces 
Um, mm-hmm. And I think that is um, maybe maybe not each one of those specifically, maybe them combined. Like I'd put language, art, and literature together when you're thinking of culture. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. food obviously plays a huge part in, in culture, mm-hmm. um, whether it's like you're talking about the food of specific yeah. like ethnic cultures or you're talking about like the food of like just kind of like the culture of like fine dining. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah. a yeah. lot of different ways. Or yeah. just like family cooking, family recipes. Exactly. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of think of culture in almost two senses. Like it has two parts to me. There's the culture that you were just talking about of mm-hmm. food, language, like all of the things that go together. But then I also feel like there's a whole nother side to that about just like the community that culture creates yeah. mm-hmm. and the different parts of that and what that looks like as far as relationships and all of that go based on those other things mm-hmm. in our culture. Yeah. Mm. No. And like that's, I think community is like one of the biggest things that you always hear about Anderson cultivating well in our culture is like the overall, like overarching community of culture here at Anderson. And like something that I always tell people, um, like when I'm given a tour is that like Anderson's, community slash culture always gives back because we have like this definition of like the upperclassmen are always pouring into like the freshmen and the sophomores and things like that and that always keeps on giving because once the freshmen and sophomores become upperclassmen they in turn do the same thing that was done for them Mm. and it's just like that culture of community here at Anderson that always Mm -hmm. seems to keep on giving um so that's a really good example of like culture being community Mm-hmm. Yeah, and going off of that a little bit, kind of moving into our next one that someone said, someone said different backgrounds on campus. And I think something that goes along with that is mm-hmm. another one we got was perspective or practice of a specific group. And I think like college specifically, like the university campus is a really interesting sort of melting pot of like, like I'm from New England yeah. and Michael is not from New England. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and, and like there's people here from California, there's mm-hmm. uh, people from the Netherlands, you know, yeah. and like there's people from all over like the country, mm-hmm. like and the world. Um, and so I think like that's another kind of view of like what is culture. Um, and with that comes different norms, cultural norms, right. And traditions and customs, um, and kind of makes this beautiful like tapestry of, um, Anderson university in that sense. Mm -hmm. Um, there was one, uh, like a specific talking about a specific ethnic culture and how Mm -hmm. that can sometimes be negatively, um, kind of like specifying or narrowing, um, which is a sad reality. Um, Mm -hmm. and like, obviously like there's stereotypes and there's things like that, um, that sort of like play into that and like encourage that sometimes. Um, Mm -hmm. and that can be super present on a college campus, not ever on purpose by, Mm -hmm. by the university or by, you know, anything. Um, but I think it's always cool to me to see how different sort of people groups, um, and different like organizations are kind of, like mitigating the negative Mm -hmm. aspects of like what Mm -hmm. culture can be. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something we're going to explore a little bit later Mm -hmm. on in this season, um, which is exciting. But I think the last one we got was like individual individualism. Wow. That's a tough word Mm -hmm. based in personal perceptions. And I like Mm -hmm. that one. I think it's Mm -hmm. like kind of Western. That can be a a good thing and a bad thing. I think because individualism comes with this sense of like, well, like you stay over there and do your thing. I'll Mm -hmm. stay here and do my thing. But it also is like, it can be empowering because it's like, well, um, we all as unique individuals can work together to, Mm -hmm. to create something beautiful and make something beautiful. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, and I think one more thing that we didn't get, but I think like something we can like share what we think. Mm -hmm. So one thing I think of, uh, when I think of culture is like the, 
this is a like maybe a funny word for this, but like the vibe or like the atmosphere that is mm-hmm. being created, the mm-hmm. environment. Um, I think of like you think of like the culture of the student activities team or the culture of BCM mm-hmm. or the culture of RUF. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of like the maybe like the type of person or mm-hmm. the um, the like the nature of the thing, mm-hmm. the like what events feel like, mm-hmm. what uh, uh, Thursday night gathering, Sunday night gathering feels like, whatever it is. Um, and that can also have negative and positive sure. connotations. Yeah. yeah. Um, or, or is there anything that you guys think of specifically, like when you hear like culture, what is culture? Yeah. Yeah. Like a kind of like a simple definition of like, when I think of culture, like I think of like the art aspect, like the dancing music, things like mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. on a more like in-depth definition of culture, I would say like, I would go like the more individual individualist uh, route that that person posted on our story. Um, and that like focusing on like how everyone's different yeah. and like mm-hmm. how that's something that's special that God ordained and God designed in us to all be different and to all be able to like see the difference in like what our personal perception of culture is, mm. but also not only be able to see that, but be able to cultivate that together. And I think mm. that's what college is all about is like being able to broaden your horizons about, yes, you came from a certain background of what your culture looks like. But once you get to college, you get to be introduced to so many different backgrounds, so yeah. many different looks at what culture is. And you get to broaden your horizons and get to get educated in different ways and how there is different ways of thinking and different ways of doing things, um, different types of foods. And I think that's just so special in that like God designed us to all have different types of perceptions of culture, but also be able to adopt those different types of things yeah. and be able to cultivate that together and I think that's what like campus ministries does in like their own life kind of like you were talking about the vibes campus ministries have like their vibe of the culture they try to mitigate and then like student activities SGA so many different areas mm-hmm. um, and I just think it's really cool to see so that's kind of like I guess my overarching thousand foot view of like kind of what culture is to me of that perception. And I think like talking about that specific definition and view of culture, like that is, that's the one I fall into Mm -hmm. too. And I, when I think of culture, like what is culture? Um, most of the time that would be my answer. And I think something cool about that and also it can be bad about that Mm -hmm. is that like that sort of thinking of culture, like that type of culture Mm -hmm. that can like affect us and that Mm -hmm. can change us. And Mm -hmm. like for, for good, like some of the, the cultural things I've experienced here being at AU, being in the South, as opposed to, uh, in Massachusetts, like have changed me for the better, I think. Mm -hmm. And like generally made me a more compassionate person, but, um, I'm sure I could list some negative things too. Do you know what I mean? No, for sure. Um, and so, yeah. What about you, Annalie? I think, I would kind of like say that too is that that is one thing that I've really seen here is how just my perspective of culture has been able to shift and be changed a little bit as I've been influenced by the cultures, not necessarily even just cultures, but perceptions of those around me. And I mm-hmm. think the cool thing that I'm really seeing right now is how the perceptions of community and culture right now are being cultivated to um bring to life something that yeah. people find is lacking. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that that's the really cool thing about culture and community is that it gives you the opportunity to cultivate something that you see lacking. And so I think that culture kind of altogether does allow space for that too, because we can see that all throughout history as right. things have changed and progressed over time, as perspectives have been shifted is this whole new sense of culture. And I think just in our world today, there is a big transforming right now of, you know, the culture of the church or of community and like what Mm -hmm. all of that looks like. And so, I mean, definitely just like piggybacking off what you guys said, but I think culture too just allows us the opportunity 
um, to create community and mm-hmm. um, take the things that the Lord has given us and make them all work together for his plan. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's good. Brenna, anything? Yeah, I don't know that I have anything that I haven't said already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but two things I thought about as y'all were talking, one being um, how quickly culture can change. Mm. Um, yeah. So something you said, Michael, made me think of that. But like I was a student at AU and BCM's culture when I was here was so different than it is now. Not good or bad, different, um, just different. Mm-hmm. And so... And I would even say from three years ago, the culture is different. Yeah. The culture of student activities is different That's than changed. it was two years ago. Yeah. Like those things change so quickly. So it's interesting that they change so quickly. I think it is in large part because of how impressionable we are mm-hmm. um, and how quick we are to hop on a trend or like go a different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing I was thinking was, I think, especially in Christian circles, I think the long time perception has been that culture is out there. Like don't let culture in. Yeah. Like fight against it. The culture's out there, but that is such a misguided Mm. thought. Like we inform culture um, as if there are like, there's one Christian in the world who is trying to move a whole thing, you know, like there's strength in numbers, but even more than that, like it is not something that is only of the world that we can never partake in, that we cannot join hands with Mm. um, and that we can't influence. So those two random thoughts I thought of. And I think that you wouldn't be able to be an influencer in culture unless you're actually in it like just for example right. Jesus, yeah. is, How a, are you Jesus is a prime example like he walked with the sinners and he was able to change the culture of the entire world with 12 disciples right and that's because he was able to walk in it and be a part right. of it um and he was willing to do so so that's such right. like a prevalent like yeah. true thing yeah i think we um are misguided in that yeah for sure well, we're supposed to be in the world but not of the world obviously yeah. and like yes. obviously i think culture in a way like can be a negative thing if you allow it to be but you also can't live under a rock and because how do you expect change to happen right. if you just stay in your house or if you just right. stay um, kind of off in a corner you can't expect anything to happen For unless sure. you bring your culture out there to make a difference. For sure. And on the note of culture though like when we think of culture in the sense of a lot like a, a bird's eye view too it's a something that's made up of multiple people. Mm-hmm. It is something that is not just yes we all have our own perspectives of it but it's not something that's just Focused one on group one of like-minded person. people. Exactly. Yeah. And um, I think that kind of goes along just like with what you were saying was that we have all of these gifts and these different mm-hmm. things. And so we're meant to use them to work together and be united in that. And, you know, I saw a quote that said, none of us can carry the weight of the world. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so true and just such a good reminder that like part of culture and part of change and mm-hmm. the fact that everyone is so impressionable is are we making an impression for the right things? You know, you were saying like Jesus walked with the sinners. Jesus mm-hmm. was the first in leading the charge in changing culture as he did that with culture and religion. And so just realizing that like we're supposed to be united in this too. Like we can all have our different perceptions, mm-hmm. but how do those fit together mm-hmm. to make a big difference to, to change the picture? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Luke, get us back on track. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, I did want to just comment on, on a few things that were said like, I think you're right. I think culture can sometimes change on a dime. Mm-hmm. I think a really cool example of this and sort of a to get a little fancy here, like a maybe a really good apologetic device that we have as Christians is that like um, here's this group of first century Jewish guys with their holy day on Saturday and they practice Sabbath. And then Jesus dies and resurrects on a Sunday and on a dime they switch their yeah. holy day to a Sunday 
just like the next mm-hmm. week they're like, all right, we're meeting on Sundays to honor this thing that happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but, but then on the flip side, boy, did Christianity take such a long time to take off in the first, second, third centuries. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this, this thing did not evolve to a place where it was influencing culture at large until well into the, the mm-hmm. second century. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One I thought of as you were saying that is like 9-11. Um, yeah. How in a moment everything changed yeah. for everyone. Right. right. Um, whether that is like, okay, well now I have to go through TSA and it takes a lot longer yeah. than it used to, or like the world came together in very empathetic and sympathetic mm-hmm. and sad ways yeah. mm-hmm. over this tragedy um, and how quickly, like literally in a day mm-hmm. on the 11th mm-hmm. day of September, everything changed. Yeah. 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 That's so true. But then there's things that can take so long. For like, sure. Like with like, um, you just think of like in the U S specifically, like creating laws like that will change culture mm-hmm. and like that sort of drastically do it yeah. but mm-hmm. over such a long time. And it just right. takes forever. For um, sure. You think of like social reform and things like that, right. like, the civil rights movement, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That was something that took years and years and right. years and mm-hmm. years over a century um, to like get to a place where even like something could happen. Like, right. it, you know, it sort of bubbled mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Um, and so it's interesting how like both of those things kind mm-hmm. of are true Are true. Yeah. at the same time. It's like um, fast and slow all at once. Yeah. And I think talking about how like it's interesting the ways that Christians kind of engage. Well, mm-hmm. maybe before we kind of move into that, before I say that, w- mm-hmm. let's kind of talk about what we're thinking of as culture, yeah. um, sort of for the sake of this mm-hmm. series. So our kind of de- definition, um, along with a lot of our ideas, um, we're pulling from this book called Culture Making by Andy Crouch. Um, it's a brilliant book sort of about um, – the subtitle is like Recovering Our Creative Calling. Um, and I think that just – Sub, uh, sums it up so mm-hmm. so well. Um, but the definition kind of he presents is that culture is what human beings make of the world. And that seems like a just a vast understatement and mm-hmm. like oversimplification. But I think it's really, really mm-hmm. good because if you think about it, like something else he kind of drives home is that like the ways that we make sense of the world, like the ways that we understand the world is by creating things. Like if you think of it, the oldest evidence we have of people, humans, is cave art. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's like yeah. the first profession mm-hmm. was an artist. Yeah. Um, and you think of God's charge to us in Genesis. We're going to talk a little bit more about this next week. Um, but he literally takes Adam and he says, hey, I'm going to make man in my image and then I'm going to plant a garden and I'm going to put Adam in that garden to create and to cultivate. We talked a little bit, a little bit about cultivation. Mm-hmm. Annalie, you brought that word up. Um, and I think that's a great term and that sort of like stewarding culture and taking the things that we create and, and pushing them forward and like almost like seeing them through. Yeah. And it's almost like a, not only like God designed it to not be left as is, but for us to make into something better. Yeah. To yeah. cultivate into something better and like improve upon mm-hmm. it, always looking at that from like that perspective, like I'm going to make this better. Yeah. Think of a garden. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's so much potential with a garden. Yeah. And so culture fulfills the sort of the the potential or the mm-hmm. the promise of nature mm-hmm. um, just as like the whole entire world like mm-hmm. there's so many mm-hmm. things that we can do mm-hmm. um, and that is just ingrained in like 
who we are, who yeah. we were right from as. the jump. Like yeah. Adam, you name the animals. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You inform yeah. the yeah. culture. You God gave it to us. You know, yeah. Which I think is so cool and so prevalent. And also, kind of um, what I was saying earlier about like God created, gave it to us to like cultivate from Adam, but also for us to do it to each other, kind of pass off the torch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if people aren't there to pass off the torch, then the culture that we're creating dies. Right. Mm-hmm. Unless we can pass off the torch, then what we did did not matter in the first place. Mm-hmm. Unless you can pass it on to someone else, then what is yeah. the importance of it? Mm-hmm. It's never a solitary affair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Always got to pass the torch on. Yeah, I just love the whole idea of stewardship and how that mm-hmm. affects um, culture mm-hmm. and all of that. And just the fact that we can take this gift that we've been given and all we are to do is be obedient to the way Jesus calls us to steward mm-hmm. it, whether that's our personal perception of what yeah. he's told us individually to do, or maybe what he's told multiple of us as a community mm-hmm. to do. Um, and I love this quote by Philip Reichen. It says, we have the privilege of stewardship without the prerogatives of ownership. Mm. And good. just how like, we're not responsible for any of, you know, it's like, well, how does this fit into the big picture? We don't know. All we're called to do is take this in this moment in time and in this culture and steward it well and steward it the way that Jesus called us to. So Mm -hmm. I just love that whole idea of stewardship around culture. Creativity and culture making. We'll circle back to creativity in a later episode too. Um, But both of those are, maybe this is an oversight on my part from last season, but they're play. It's playing. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? We don't, there's no responsibility for us. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, we're in a sandbox and yeah. like mm-hmm. our whole entire world and existence and everything we know is the sandbox and God is outside the sandbox. And he's like, you got it. Just yeah. kind of do, do, do your thing. And like the author of this book, culture making, um, Andy Crouch, he talks about, um, how it's not enough for Christians to condemn culture. A lot of times we have this like tendency, like Brenna, what you were saying is we're like, Oh, culture is out there. It's kind of like the boogeyman and we've yeah. got to like stay yeah. away from it. And it's like usually bad. And then there's this, like, it's also not enough to just critique culture and be, like, Mm -hmm. hypercritical and be, like, "Mm, that could be different, but they're not doing anything. Mm -hmm. And then similarly, it's not enough to just copy culture and say, like, that looks really good. The church should do that. Mm -hmm. Because, like, Michael, what you were saying is, like, we should be in the world, not of the world. We should be Mm -hmm. setting the tone, setting the example for what is happening. And I think that somehow has gotten lost in translation in, like, recent Mm -hmm. years, Mm -hmm. how, like, the church is supposed to be that advocator in the community. The church is supposed to be that thing that is recognizable by the people because it's actually in the, like in there with them, setting the culture and like being that set in the community. Um, but that's so true, Luke. Yeah, and then and then finally he talks about like if we're also if we're just consuming culture, mm-hmm. then that's not that's like a- almost far in another yeah. direction. Then yeah. it's like we're just kind of like we are in the sense of the phrase, like, of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just what we are. We mm-hmm. kind of become that. So he he thinks, and the stance he takes, and I agree with him, like, the only viable source of, like, cultural change mm-hmm. is to create something new yeah. and then cultivate that into yeah. something more beautiful and more special. Mm-hmm. Um, and so kind of moving from there, now that we've got a grasp on, like, what we're looking at as culture, mm-hmm. um, can you say our definition one more time? Culture is what human beings make of the world. Oh, uh, let me read this quote. I really like this. Um, he kind of talks about a bunch of stuff that humans have made, and then he concludes his paragraph with this. Culture is all of these things. Paintings, omelets, chairs, snow angels. It is what human beings make of the world. It always bears the stamp of our creativity, our God-given desire to make something more than what we were given. So we've mm-hmm. kind of 
like just talked about yeah. that without mm-hmm. talking about For it. For sure. Right? Um, and so what we what we wanted to do is he presents in his book these f- like five questions of like the best way to talk about culture, look at culture is to like focus in on a little microcosm, mm-hmm. like this little snapshot of culture at large. And we thought like a good way for us to do that um, as like who we are and what we do on campus is to take one of one of our events and like, naturally, yeah, and of talk course. about like like run this event through these five mm-hmm. questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one we're gonna do food truck pop up. If yes, you went, sir. it was a ton of fun. Um, Maddie's Patties forever. Ooh, Maddie's yeah. Patties are so good, and <laughs> so Common good. Pops, and, and the Pound Cake Man. We love Pound Cake Man, Common Pops. They they always have my heart. Three classics, so three staples. That's it was right. a little. Some people were like, "It's a little cold for Common Pops," and I think like. I don't know. It's I, never too it's cold. Never too cold. So that way too. I'm like, I want a milkshake at all times. Right? So I'm yeah, good with it. Yeah. I feel like a popsicle feel. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I, the first question is, um, what does food truck pop up assume about the way the world is? People like free food. They do. They do mm-hmm. like Simple food. as that. Especially <laughs> broke college students. Yes. They love free food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was on a Wednesday night. Yeah. Yep. So something in the middle of the week to yeah. be able to uh-huh. do, get mm-hmm. out of your dorm. You might just got done studying. So just be able to kind of take a break and just be able to come up with an excuse to be outside, right. I guess yeah. you could say. And college students need a break. Yeah. yeah. And not have That's to like right. get in your car and drive. You can just right. step mm-hmm. out your dorm and it's right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it assumes that good times happen around food. Yeah. Um, I think that's true. I think it is like a, birthday you celebrate with a cake yeah um when you graduate from college there's probably cake there too Mm -hmm. and so like yeah it assumes that happiness and celebration can happen around food even if it's just a random wednesday yeah so then maybe even taking that a little further like food fosters or cultivates community yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. if you want to alliterate there yeah sorry (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i think those are all good i think the next question then from there is what does food truck pop up assume about the way the world should be so if we're thinking of like if food fosters fellowship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, then, like, maybe the assumption about the way the world should be is that fellowship is a necessity. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and there should be more fellowship. Um, and God created should, us to be social creatures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's something that we definitely have found out, like, around, like, COVID and things. Like, like we oh, crave yeah. community. We yeah. crave that culture of each other, mm-hmm. um, which is what the kind of the food truck pop-up allows to happen is yeah. like you're able to like stand in that long line with someone and talk to them mm-hmm. um because you're waiting on pound cake man and things right. like that which yeah. is really cool yeah well and like that's something so mundane like waiting in a line mm-hmm. right and yeah. it's something that we don't always enjoy doing yeah i don't particularly love waiting in a line mm-hmm. but like looking back i know for us as a team like we can look back and talk about the connections we saw made or the yeah. things that we did to make it fun. And so it's like things that are small and mundane and that everyone maybe doesn't enjoy are not always a bad thing, but they Mm -hmm. can actually be Mm -hmm. a good thing that pushes out of our comfort Mm -hmm. zone. Mm -hmm. And taking advantage of those mundane things and culture Mm -hmm. in like a world that goes a thousand miles per hour. Sometimes I feel like sometimes those mundane things are needed. Yeah. Yeah, I think in that vein, I think, yeah, totally agree. Mm -hmm. Our team, I think, has had to unlearn some of that hustle faster, go faster mentality um, and just accept that, like, the reality is that we'll wait in line Mm -hmm. and that's okay. (laughs) Um, And how can we make the most of this mundane weirdo moment? Yeah. 
we're bleeding a little bit into the third question, which is good. I think these two questions are super closely related. Mm-hmm. Um, the third one is like, what does this make possible? And I think it like it assumes that like a lot of us are kind of busy or whatever, and we need this break. Then what it assumes about how the world should be is that like we need fellowship. Yeah. Fellowship mm-hmm. is good, yeah. um, and then it makes possible like that fellowship and mm-hmm. like we can just kind of have a good time and mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I think questions two and three are pretty pretty intertwined yeah um I think another thing I think of when both those questions like what does it assume about the way the world should be and what does it make possible um is that good times slash fun should be accessible yeah um yeah. that Play. similar to like the hustle that we were talking about like we're not just meant for the wheel that these things should be um, available to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really believe that yeah. Yeah. as a Enneagram seven leaning self, I believe that it should be. Um, and so I think that's a cool thing we get to do with that event. No, so yeah. The, the, like, what does this make possible is the fulfillment of the, like what it, what should be. Yeah. You know? What life mm-hmm. should be maybe. Right. Um, in a very weird, small sense. Obviously yeah, yeah. this isn't all of life, but yeah, we would say life should be fun. So yeah. let's bring a food truck. Yeah, totally. Um, also who doesn't love free food? Oh, for real. So it makes possible free food. Always got to circle back to the free food. Right, right. right. That's the core. Really hone it in. Every college student's dream. Yes. Yes. The fourth question is, was a tough one. We were thinking about these questions beforehand. And um, what does this make impossible? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think this was a tricky one, but I think we've got some good stuff for it. I think for sure it makes it impossible to please everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that's so true. Which is sad. Yeah. I mean, and that goes in any aspect of life. There's always going to be someone that you can't please. Um, but I really have just been reminded this week, and I feel like this is kind of a mindset that we, a lot of times as a team, have to take into events, is that um, we, the only person that we are called to please is the Lord. Yeah. And if we are using our gifts and our talents to serve him to the best of our abilities and do what he's called us to do, then that is enough. Um, And so I think it gets tricky when we kind of start to think about what is impossible. Yeah, Um, That's a word I think we as a team don't love all the time. We're like, oh, yeah, we can do this. We Mm -hmm. got it. Where sometimes it's like, no, there's some things we can't do, but that's Mm -hmm. okay. Or we just find another way around. Mm -hmm. Right, right. But pleasing everyone is something that we – I believe we always won't be able to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Part of problem solving and, and even like doing this whole events planning thing is like one of the central questions, like what are the barriers to this? What can't we do? Yeah. What can't we mm-hmm. achieve? Like yeah. what, what are our limitations? Um, mm-hmm. And I think like when you realize your limitations is when you can actually mm-hmm. thrive kind of within like where, you know, yeah. you're, you're safe to play and mm-hmm. operate and yeah. create. And, and I think the sooner, you know, like where those limitations lie, the better you'll be able to allocate your time and energy toward the things that you can control. Yeah. When you know what yeah. you can't control, like if you know that we only can have three trucks, well, let's get these three trucks. Maybe it might not please everyone, but we like know what our limitations are. So we know where we can kind of mm-hmm. allocate the most mm-hmm. of our energy or the most of our funds and things like that. Um, so I think that's very true. Like you can't yeah. please everyone, but also you can do your best to please those that you know that you can. Yeah. I think related to that too. Um, something I thought of as y'all were talking is it makes it impossible or the bounds, I guess, that we do every event and is mm-hmm. by our mission. So it's impossible to do something that is outside of our mission. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. if we ever felt we should, I mean, we try to love students well through our events, but we're never going to like preach a sermon. Mm-hmm. None of us are because that's not our role. No. That's not yeah. our gig. So yeah. I think in a sense, that's impossible for us. That yeah, is not exactly. what we were designed for and created for yeah. and what we work for. Mm-hmm. 
I think, yeah. I think uh, like the closest we ever get to that is um, like with a CEP. And yeah. I think we're intentionally uh, careful about that. And we bring that. in those For that sure. can do that exactly. well. For sure. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last question is what new forms of culture are created in response to this? Yeah, so this you, is a fun one. Yeah, this is a good one because like you get a chance to kind of bring in the community outside of Anderson University yeah. and mm-hmm. show the students that there is faces in the town of Anderson that you can connect with. So you get mm-hmm. the students to be able to connect and have a high respect for the city of Anderson as a whole. Right. Um, because I think a lot of times, like, and this is something that I said so often, there's like the bubble of Anderson University. Yeah. Um, and just being able to get outside of that bubble of Anderson University through something as simple as like a food truck pop-up shop and be able to know, hey, like this is like something that we can go to on mm-hmm. a day trip with just us friends. So you're connecting culture in a smaller way. Yeah. And more articulate way to like more than just the university itself. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then also like I didn't even know, but like tonight, like when this comes out tonight, Maddie's Patties is going to be in. At Carolina Ren. Carolina Ren. With a pimento cheeseburger. Oh, yeah. so look at that. You can catch me. I know. And I'll like, be there, I think. If, Ma- on, if Maddie, I'd never heard of Maddie's Patties. If they weren't at Food Truck Pop-Up, I wouldn't yeah. go on Friday night right. and have a really good burger. Right. Hopefully. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's just a really cool thing. Like we were talking about earlier in the episode about how we all kind of come together to create this new culture in a sense. Like Brenna knew about Maddie's Patties. I had never heard of it before Food Truck Pop-Up as well. But Brenna brought, like we got them and we yeah. they came and now everybody knows about it and everybody loves Maddie's right. Patties. And so it's something where we can all come together to cultivate something new. Mm-hmm. And like you were just saying, like going out and then now people are going to go out and support them because mm-hmm. of the thing. So it's just mm-hmm. cool to like see things yeah. come full circle in a sense. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, a big part of culture is that these things are continuously yeah. coming full circle. Right. And then maybe one more on that. I think um, like you're waiting in line with people and you meet new people, you meet new friends, yeah. you make your own little like Maybe friend group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe not at food truck pop up. I mean, hopefully but at West Fest. Yeah, but at West Fest. Like a million yeah. times ever, we've mm-hmm. been told I met my best friends mm-hmm. at West Fest. Yeah. yeah, and even like hitting up the like because the smaller events like speed friending and things like that. Right. There's so many different ways that it can be cultivated and like culture that connects. I guess you yeah. could say. Yeah. So sort of wrapping up, um, we've got this whole season ahead of us kind of talking about culture and we're going to talk about creativity. We're going to talk about collaboration. Um, we're going to talk with like different institutions and organizations on campus about like how they interact with culture and how they kind of cultivate Mm -hmm. and create. We're going to talk about all those things. Um, next week we're going to talk about the image of God and like what, how can we make culture? That's going to be a good one. Yeah. How can we make culture? What does it look like for us to interact with culture? Mm -hmm. How do we cultivate, um, sort of start that conversation? So yeah, thanks for listening to this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, it was a really good one. I, it was, had a good time. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Love you guys. Hope you liked it. Yeah. Let me add to If you have any culture thoughts, let us know. Yeah. Um, and then this is a random thing. I was like, if anybody wants the book, you should just email me, email me and I'll give you a copy of the book. Um, especially if you're like jumping in on the conversation with us, that feels fun to me. So, and of course we end every episode telling you about the events that are coming up. So today, if you didn't know, it's free Friday. So I hope you have been able to take part in some of that fun. If you're listening at like 7am, you beat the punch. You get first dibs to knowing about it. Good stuff coming today. Yeah. Keep watching our Instagram. Good incentive to listen. That's right. That's right. I always want to give them like extra perks. I'm like, how can I give you more? Um, And then tomorrow night, we are going ice skating at the pavilion. That one is all full, but maybe next time you can jump in if Mm -hmm. you're not going. Ice skating is very fun. Yeah. Um, 
you probably like it a lot. I do. I haven't. You do it at home? I do. Or I used to. I haven't um, been ice skating in a long time. And the last time I went, I have gone recently, but last time I went, I was very bad at it because I hadn't done it in a while. I could see that. I would be bad. So on Saturday, we're ice skating. And then on Monday, we're playing The Price is Right, which Drew has been building out. And it sounds like a lot of fun. You'll be guessing items like how much does a soda stream cost? Don't cheat. But how much does a soda stream cost? How much does a gallon of milk cost? A soda stream? A soda stream. You know those things that make like carbonated drinks. Those bougie things. Those bougie things. If you win the soda stream and the gallon of milk. No. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even say it. Some carbonated milk. That's (laughs) tough. Keep that one to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, Negative. Um, we will, Oof. yeah, you won't be a lot at the next no. event. Luke's a big <laughs> fan of milk, though. He loves yeah. it. I hate milk. Don't even get me started. <laughs> You're the one who brought it up, so. Well, you did. You did. Whatever. <laughs> um, and then on Friday, we are hosting a Healthy Habits event. So we'll be talking about, we have a panel who is going to be so fun, and they're going to talk about some of their healthy habits that they've found in life yep. that um, sort of help them do God's work with goodness and fun mm-hmm. and all of that. Yeah. Um, Very so excited that is on that. Friday at 10 a.m. And then on Saturday night, we're going to the Swamp Rabbit hockey game. So tickets for that one will open on Monday. You get to know first, too. Um, but this coming Saturday, we are going to Swamp Rabbits, which will be so fun. Yeah. yeah. So that's what we've got happening this week. We hope that you will join us for those fun events. Uh, a small plug. If you don't get texts from us, you should sign up for texts because you're the, also the yeah. first to know there. You would be, like, doubly informed from the podcast and the text. So... Let us know if we can do anything for you. If you want a book, holler at my email. It's bmorris at andersonuniversity.edu. And we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.